Holy Moses, we're back to get loose almighty once again. Yes, we've had another work in Jesus, so tonight we're playing God and deciding which beverage lives and which beverage dies. Although I don't think God would be a very apt description of me personally. I'm more of a, a deity or, or a weakety, although I do prefer a strong brew. Welcome to the I'm Running Out of Ideas podcast. Uh, no, silly, that's next week. Uh, right now, it's time for the Lager Logs. Points of view with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom. He's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello. Woo, that's right. If you hadn't guessed this evening, we're pitting two fierce ales, liver to liver, in a dynamic duel to the death. So stay tuned to find out which one of your favorite barbarians comes out on top and which lands on the bottom. I'm guessing the latter is probably landing bitter side up. Stu. Oh, Tom. Are you looking forward to sinking your teeth into some beguiling brew tonight, my little gladiator? Or is it going to be a crock of shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. Um, who knows? I, I, was, I was definitely hesitant. He's like, oh, stronger ales. This is him slapping me in the pus for shoving craft shite in his face for the last <laughs> six weeks. No. Like, have marshmallows. Have salted caramel. Like, hazy, hazy, hazy. He's like, right, here's some old oak-aged vintage, ya cunt. <laughs> I wouldn't do something like that. Honestly, I promise. Uh, yeah. As Stu was hinting at this episode, we're having a spin on a couple of uh, English strong ales. We're taste testing Adnam's Broadside, an old crafty hen. The latter enjoyed its previous spot on the show so much it's been clucking here, there, and everywhere. Desperate for another appearance. <laughs> you saw that coming, didn't you? Uh, yeah. The time has finally come, but not until later, as first out of the gate tonight is the weaker of our pairing, Adnam's Broadside. So, here we go, Stu. I mean, we know, look at it, in all its glory. We know you sampled Hen, but have you had any of Adnam's uh, back catalogue? I haven't, no. I um, haven't. Um, I feel like I did have something similar, but I mm. think we spoke about it a few weeks ago. It was the Shipyard Brewing or Shipyard Beers. Yes. Are you talking about the um the sharps one? Yeah. 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 Oh, you talking about? Oh, sorry, the one that I had, mate. Sorry. Yeah, the yeah. shipyard brewing. Yeah. No, I yeah. think other than I've the seen that one about, and I had a no alcohol one during the summer. Um, ah. I, I think it's just with the boat theme. Yeah. Other than the boat theme, I don't think there's there's any relation um to the two. But they both have nice looking label art, so there's that. Yeah. Hopefully this one hopefully very, very nautical. Uh hopefully this one <laughs> will taste a little bit better um than that one. That wasn't a bad one, but you know, it kind of grew on me after a bit. Yeah. But this one should be straight away exceptional. I think. That's my prediction. I'm hoping. For you. Good. I'm hoping I'm praying for you. I don't come here to drink beer for pleasure. Or for me, it's for you. It's all for you, Stu. Have you poured it out yet? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 sorry, man. I'm putting you on the spot there. <laughs> um, 
Are we ready to sample this? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay. Did yours open? Yeah. Did you not see me? Has been that was a magic of camera stuff. Yeah, about that. Like, Slight of hand. Even though I am choked with this fucking cold, I can clearly smell this beer. Oh, nice one, man. Is it still coming through? Yeah. Yeah, it's got that classic kind of like raisiny, kind of syrupy, uh, strong ale odor. Look at that, dude. Good pour, man. Right. Cheers, bud. Cheers. For a second there, I thought, oh, Skype's frozen. But no, you were just taking a really long swig. <laughs> I was uh, I was chugging, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's lovely. Um, it's one of my favourite strong ales. It's got that little hint of sweetness there, which I really like. Mm-hmm. But not right. too overbearing. It puts me in mind of uh, like a, like one of Broughton Ales, uh, whether it's old jock or wee jock yeah i mean the um i don't know whether you sampled a lot of a lot of english strong ales it should just be uh, very similar the english strong ale would be to the to the scotch ale but just yeah. a little less sweetness the scotch ales tend no. to be a bit more bit more sweeter mm. um this is quite nice i'm glad you enjoyed it bud um i'm gonna fill in the party people about what's going on with Adnams. Um, and yes, yeah, so this is Adnams broadside sitting at a, a sinful 6.3%. Now, bear with me because these guys have quite a large back history. So I'm going to give you just the greatest hits. Although founded in 1872 in Southwold, Suffolk, in good old Ingerland by George and Ernest Adnams, the earliest recorded brewing on the site was actually in 1345. Some historical shit we're dealing with tonight. Um, in 1943 came the arrival of their famous two-strain brewing yeast. And since 1970, until only around 15 years ago, the casks of ale were traditionally always carried to the six pubs of Southwold by horse and wagon. In 1993, Adnams Extra won the champion beer of Britain, and in 2004, they built a new distribution centre which features the UK's largest living roof known as the Sky Garden. This beer in particular takes its inspiration from the famous 1672 Sea Battle of Sol Bay when the Duke of York used Southwold as his headquarters. It probably says that on the back, to be fair. I should have had a, I should, I should have had a look. It does mention the, um, the, the Battle of Sol Bay. There we go. Yeah. And along with Broadside, the company offers Go Ship, um, which is like an American pale ale, which I have sampled. I wasn't really down with that one. And uh, Explorer, mm. an extra special bitter. And Tally Ho, it's bottled barley wine um alongside a ton of, of seasonal specialities mm-hmm. um but yeah i really like this one it's the beer i went mad on during weatherspoon's 99p pint night they had uh, uh yes. over here just before i don't know they had it on over uh, your side of the pond but they had it here just before the second lockdown i think it was yeah i not to uh, oh brilliant man that was a pretty heavy one to say the least um <laughs> It's actually just a standard bitter on tap, funnily enough. It doesn't come with the same kick that the right. bottle version does. But, yeah, a bit of a slightly weak taste, but still mm-hmm. very satisfying. So, our first topic of this evening, if you hadn't guessed already, I mean, 
We do it every show, guys. What's wrong with you? It's Last Beer's Watch. Joe, what have you been having a blast on recently, guy? Ah, um, oh man, I thought I'd have a nice, clever little answer, but I don't. It's, it's been pretty much sweet. Bugger all. Mm. Well, you've been out a bit the, out for the count a little bit recently, haven't you? So yeah, a mixture of uh, a shitty cold and a side mm. of food poisoning. Really just good combo. Takes your appetite off Very it. Very good combo. You know, food and drink in general. And it's spending my days like even just drinking water was shite. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> you need to drink it so you can stay alive. Gotta piss it out, man. Yeah, that's and then that works with the cold. It's like half a packet of fruits and some water. <sighs> Treat just, yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I was pushing it, um, <laughs> but I did try at the weekend. It was like a family party, uh, so I got a, a pint of tenants. Yeah, I had one mouthful and thought that's disgusting. I can't have what? it. <laughs> yep. What? Just, yep. Just, well, seeing it, I asked for half a pint because I thought, you know what, I'm still no quite there yet. Like I had. A small, like a tuna sandwich from the buffet. I tried a pie. The pie was too much. Going all just out. Like, it was fucking baby steps. So I'm just <laughs> reduced back to a child's appetite. And then I thought, right, okay, go f- for half a pint. That's, that's something you can manage. And the waiting, the, the lastly behind the bar, mucked up, gave me a full pint. And I just like, ugh, I didn't want this now. They don't. They don't do half points in Scotland. From what I've heard, I don't know what you were doing. The hands of me in a fucking belly. Like What's going on? Um, <laughs> but I did. I gave it a try. I had like a mouthful, and I thought, no, no, there yet. So went back, had a look. It was like McEwen's Expo, oh, but it was oh. out out of stock. That had like a post-it note. The second time I went back, it was just kind of yellow, typical lagers, but. They had bottled Heineken, and I thought, Ken, that's that's no kind of steered me wrong before. Mm. And I managed about a third of that bottle before I had to give up on that as well. Oh, man, that sucks, dude. Yeah. It's one of those things, because, you know, when I call it, it kind of kills your, your taste buds and you block up yeah. in the nose. You can't really Aye. enjoy it properly, so, you know, no, you might... A fridge full, a fridge full of beer of all these things I could try, but I know as soon as I open it, I'd have a mouthful. I'll either be like, nah, or I'll no taste what I want to taste from it, and I'll be disappointed. And I thought, shit, I'm just going to take the week off. Man, they'll be there waiting for you when you're back to um, back to firing on all cylinders again. So yeah. uh, don't worry about that, dude. How, how's this beer going down a bit it better is, than the, uh, the tenants? I'm, I'm tasting it. I've, it's... Got a nice, strong, bold flavour, and yeah, man, it should be pushing through the block sinuses. I, I would yeah. think. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. I mean, well, it's not awesome, uh, <laughs> but you've got you've got plenty yeah, of awesome day coming up, dude. Yes, and you're completely right. It's that time of the year. Um, I had, you know, not a disappointing week, but I only got one in myself. So again, I'm having the same trouble we were talking about last episode. I think or the episode before that with just struggling to find things local that you haven't, that you tried, haven't before. tried before. Uh, Jesus Christ, 
so yeah, I've been trying to hit some more of the kind of corner shops and stuff to see what they had. And I tried Perla Miadowa. Um, oh, I'm going to use that as my excuse for next time I'm posting beer down to you. How the, the woman the in Royal Mail today said, that's dear beer. And said, well, I drank all the other beer in England. So <laughs> I have this to is the, Scottish stuff. This is the only way I can get new stuff in, yeah. in my body by importing it. Uh, and you got to do the you know the dirty work, sadly. But you know I appreciate it, man. Um, you're a good egg. You're a real good <laughs> egg. Uh, yes, yeah, so this was a Polish honey beer. Um, and Perla seems to be a staple of the kind of off-license corner shop. And I've 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 never taken a gamble on any of this stuff, but it seems to be like a lot of a lot of different versions of it, a lot of different cans. Um, and every single variety I've seen. It's always like six to nine percent, and I've always been a bit like, I don't know, do yeah. I do it? And I just thought, you know what, let's do it the other night. It's time to sample it. Let's go for it. Um, and yeah, this definitely does what it says in the tin. It's it's not just sweet. It's got a very authentic honey taste to it, yeah. uh, which I haven't decided whether I like that yet or not, mm-hmm. or whether that's uh, something I want from a beer. To be honest, I. I was kind of done after the one can as it started to taste a little bit like corn on the cob to me. I don't know whether that was right. that classic thing of putting something in your head and then you keep tasting that, but it was yeah. sweet, but it was kind of like vegetably a little bit. It's hard to right. describe, but it's one, it's it's a range that I'm going to try and keep my eye on and see if I can come across, you know, the, the different variants because it's like a lot of like strong beers and dark beers in there and mm-hmm. We shall see, but yeah, the, the uh, Bruin label again, uh, Perla, hmm. uh, and the the version that I tried was Miodoa, which is which is the honey 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 beer version. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm gonna keep a lookout for the rest of stuff. Aye. Probably I like have gotten some uh, honey beer uh, for Father's Day, and it was uh, it's called Hiver. That was like a a blonde ale, a lager. And maybe a pale ale, and they're obviously all infused with honey as part mm. of the brewing process. I think it was only the 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 blonde ale that was really good. The rest I could have done without. Yeah, I, I think, think okay, adding honey definitely doesn't always work. But no, I think I don't know whether I've. Tr- I think that might be my first honey beer. I can't think of one that I've tried before. But I don't know whether it's something that that works for me. I don't know about yeah. you, but. I don't think it quite it quite clicked for me, but I'm open to you know other versions and seeing kind of uh, if another brewery did one that that maybe worked for me. So yeah, uh, Stu, how is the beer and how does it compare to the to its Scotch cousins you've tried flavor wise, like the many that it we've does. done on the show? It does have a nice flavor. It's it's I've, I've just glanced at the back label and it mentions obviously how it's also much like a, a dark ruby red beer and I thought maybe maybe I was getting hobgoblin mm. like maybe king, I was king confused. goblin kind of yeah. vibes I, w- I would say yeah definitely getting a, a taste of that but it probably is around the same as a uh, old jock as well. Yeah, especially it, it, with it's, the, the color that comes off it as well. It's definitely like strong, dark beer. Definitely, yeah. I think it's 
it's definitely comparable to old jock but it's got a bit more of like a, a toasty kind of nutty mm. flavor to me which which I, which I really like um and again yeah it's it's sweet but it's just it's got a little bit of faint sweetness it's not mm-hmm. not too much which uh, i really really like um cake off of yeah maybe like sultanas or yeah 100 percent, man like dates sultanas raisins yeah. that end of the spectrum uh in terms of fruit brilliant man glad you're digging it but up next it's bulked up and it's back to flex do you even drink bro it's all crafty hair. <laughs> <laughs> you have to it yourself. So, semi. Semi. <laughs> um, so I'm going to crack. Crack this bad boy open. Off camera again, magically. <laughs> right. It's come back, buddy. It's back for revenge. This bad boy is. Smells good, not not quite as odorous. Yeah, yeah I don't smell anything off of this one. Still nice. Oh, it's just the sound of that pouring away. Lovely stuff. Mm. Just finishing off my broadside. Right. How does it look, bud? Nice. Yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. Looks a bit a bit lighter than broadside. Um, yeah. Still, still got a nice curve to it. Right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yeah, it's 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 quite light. I mean, compared to the broadside, um, like toffee or caramel or something. Yeah, there's a bit more of a zing to it, isn't there? Which is quite unexpected. Mm. Um, that might be due to the the oak aging but yeah it's quite yeah, light a lot lighter than i expected for something that's kind of 6.5 but as we said on the show before uh the alcohol content can be deceiving mm-hmm. while we try and work this out i'm going to uh fill the lovely listeners in so here we have old crafty hen the strong ale variant of the classic extra special british bitter we covered all the way back at the beginning of season one I think yeah. it was episode two or three. Um, I mean, look how much we've grown and matured since then. Like a good cheese, I would say. My waistline. This. <laughs> <laughs> this sits at a sensual 6.5%, and its history dates back to 1711, when John Morland set up the Morland Brewery in West Isley, Oxfordshire. Catering initially to pubs in and around London, but it was in the 1860s that production was moved to Abingdon, the birthplace of Old Speckled Hen, uh, which was created in 1979 when the MG Car Company asked the brewery to come up with a commemorative beer for their 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, And the beer, funnily enough, took its name from a paint-spattered MG Featherlight Saloon, which was the car used by the factory as a, a runaround lovingly referred to as old speckled hen Mm. the the draft version was launched in 1990 and it has been distributed by green king since 99 the hen brood includes the og speckled old golden hen it's golden beer and hen's tooth and even stronger ale which i don't think existed last time we covered these guys so we'll definitely be tracking that down um okay topic two 
listeners' questions. I'm still working on that. It'll be perfected by our last episode. Don't worry. Uh, so, just to fill you guys in. Uh, what? So, uh, <laughs> seeing that this is our one before last episode, and for the season finale, we've got something a little bit different planned. We thought we'd mop up the last little remainders of our listeners' questions off the points of view plate and quickly smash through the last few. So, first off, shout out to the Baver Pollard. Pollard for entering our competition and offering up the brewery suggestion. Appreciate that, homie. But the rules were we the question, my guy. Maybe next time, but much appreciated anyway. Um, and then on to one we didn't get to last season, and that's from Blue Moo Seventeen, and he or she asks, at what stage in the brewing process are fruit fruit what? fruit flavors such as grapefruit <laughs> added to craft beer? <laughs> Is that a when, question for season one? It's say when are fruit flies added to beer? Season one, episode yeah. two. Check it out. Episode uh, three, <laughs> four, and episode five. Right. Uh, fruit flavors such as grapefruit. Uh, so when are fruit flavors such as grapefruit added to craft beers? And that ties in with Michael Fisher, who asks, what part of the brewing process do you think is the most important? Um, so quickly, yeah, <laughs> you spoiled my joke, dude. <laughs> uh, so That's from the what... only part we're involved in. <laughs> Got that right. Um, so from what I know, I think the fruit and any other flavoring is added alongside the hops to the boil before it's been cooled down and fermented with the yeast. Um, ah. yeah. And, uh, my personal favorite part of the brewing process as you said, is the drinking. I mean, come on, seriously. Mm-hmm. Trick question. Uh, next up, we have Emma Cole 64 who says, at Bearded Fell Runner, one for you, this one, kiss, and Bearded Fell Runner replies back, the guy with hearts in his eyes, what can I do to get at Emma Cole 64's drink beer? Two points, one point, and then a guy, is that guy picking his nose? Uh, I don't, don't read into the emojis at all. Okay, okay. So yeah, um, well, it's it's a slow p- process sometimes, right, Stu? I mean, I know for me it wasn't love at first sight with beer. It was it was kind of the same for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I can suggest is is trying different types of beer from different countries because it sometimes seems that the variety variety of beer is endless uh you know and and that's what keeps this show alive and me and you to, to some extent i mean mm. definitely keeps us happy maybe semi alive in our case but <laughs> yes i'm certain especially with how huge craft beer has become the last few years and how limitless its flavors seem to be you'll definitely find something you really like you know so um don't be scared Come on in. The water's fine, although it seems to be a bit warmer than usual. I knew we should have just stuck with the one beer. Oh, Thomas. And then last but not least, we have another straggler from last season. Sorry. And that's from Tangled Cum, Tangled Tangled (laughs) CMB, uh, who says, My husband and I are massive fans of craft beer. We enjoy visiting breweries around the UK, joining in the tasting sessions at the end of the tour and happily giving our feedback with other tour members. 
what has been your most enjoyable brewery tour? Our favourite is Hook Norton Brewery in Oxfordshire, one of the finest Victorian tower brewers in the count, county, country. Jeez, okay. Shout out to them. So, Shu, I'm going to hand this over to you as I've got a lot of beer to drink and you've got a bit more experience than me uh, yeah. in this field. Sure. I've only been on one brewery tour and it was one I organised for my cousin's uh, stag do. It was me and a couple of his mates. Oh. Oh, sorry, this old hen's coming back on me. <laughs> 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 um, and it was definitely shouldn't have given her your number, honestly. Dude. <laughs> Stop. So it was the Edinburgh Beer Factory, mm. the, the facility, but they're called. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's based on uh, an artist. It was a uh, Pelosi. So it's like mm. a Pelosi lager, mm. and. All their artwork for like the cans is inspired Stu, by Stu, you, you're spoiling what we're covering next week. Just let you know, spoilers, spoilers, or right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I went there and it was, it was decent. I think it was something about like 15 pounds, mm. and it started with like a PowerPoint presentation, and you're like, oh no, but. Yes. Say that it started with a free pint, mm. so you got to nurse the free pint as you watched the PowerPoint presentation. Exceptional, and then you got the the tour of the brewing facility. You got to see all the the big metal cylinders, all these things. I wish I know, like I know about, but I don't. Um, but we got to see like the brewing process. And then you were all given like little cups, and you got to go get a you sample. You produce a sample. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully they produced samples of the beer. Okay. And it was like a little bit, and it was just pass your cup over. You got like a like maybe like a a, a third measure, like a third of a pint, and just that's nice. Then you go to the next one, and it said, right, okay, this one will be like a wheat beer. And they'd talk about the difference, what you would expect, the, like the, the taste, the the aroma, get a wee sample of that. And oh, it was, I felt like it was like five or six samples. They were just like, ah, come on, I'll try this one, try that one. And you're just like, this tour is brilliant and informative, but I'm dying for a piss. Oh, <laughs> like keep your composure. No one else seems to be really needing a pee, just, just keep it. And it was just like, I, I, I'm sorry that you're doing a great job, but I need a pee. And as soon as I said, three other fuck were like, aye, yeah, sorry, could we'll go too. Yeah, you're a brave man for stepping up, Stu. Good call, man. Good call. It's that hard, like, I'm just going to piss myself at this. This is, this, is, this is not the look I want <laughs> at the beginning of the stag, dude. Let alone <laughs> the end. Say, yeah, going early, dude. Um, going early. And yeah, at the end of it, you've got another free pint. You, well, you got to go have anything on that they had on tap. Like you're allowed to redeem one free drink and That's then you're nice. like five pound voucher for the gift shop. That's pretty good. Did you get yourself some merch? Uh, I, I bought, I think, uh, four or five more beers. Perfect. And it was just like, ah, I'll take these home and try them. So I think, from what I remember, there was a one called Futurism, which was like their uh, modern brown ale. 
Ah, okay. How was that? I I, I don't think I liked it, but mm. I wasn't that well experienced with like I hadn't tried Newcastle Brown at that stage and other. Yeah, it was like man's as well, and yeah, what makes it modern? Uh, not too sure. Not too sure. It probably, I would have had something on the label, I'd imagine. But mm. um, so that's the only one I've been to. But I've I've got like a wee bucket list of ones yeah, I'd like to go too. to. Yeah. I, I just noticed uh, St Andrews Brewery do tours on Friday and Saturday nights. Oh, that sounds good. It was, uh, I think, £15 a person. This was like uh, Christmas ideas. They were advertising. £15 gift voucher. Gives you like a one-hour tour of the brewery and the chance to have uh, three one-third pint uh, samples, tastes, and get to see the whole process. Yeah. But they did mention if you were doing the brewery tour and you're driving... You'll be giving three bottles away with you. That's awesome. And my wife is coming around like she doesn't drink beer, but whenever I have like a bottle of craft beer and it, it's a little bit different, I always pour her like, <laughs> a measure to here, try this. That's what you do. And just like, what do you think? Or like, have a sniff of this double joker and then I'm pumped <laughs> to <go to> fuck off. <laughs> 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 like offended by the smell of the double joker and I was like that was the good one <laughs> she couldn't she was not pleased when I just like sniffed this bottle um, she, she should feel honoured to be a part of the the podcasting process I, I think personally and when I mentioned to her about like the St Andrews Brewery she was like I'd, I'd go there with you and like try the beer and I thought, well, that that's perfect because I could go drive there and come away with three bottles of beer. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's so awesome. It was like everybody wins. I get to take in the experience. She could come along. Like we could just be adults. We don't need to be parents that night. Go try some beers, get beers to bring them home, and it's just hey, another wee thing we've done together. But between St Andrews Brewery. There's a, another brewer in Edinburgh, a Cold Town Beer. I mm. do tours of their facilities. Most popular. <laughs> they don't need to know. It's only being spoiled that you're bringing it to their attention, Tom. Um, they do tours of their facility, but I tried through the summer. I really wanted to go through on my birthday, but they never responded to the, the inquiry email I sent. What? Yeah, it was like, it's an email with interest. So emailed answered all the questions and they just never answered and i was like oh, a shame. yeah it's a shame um it is i think it was like 30 pound a person at that that point but you're going to edinburgh so yeah of course of course <laughs> but so you you've had fairly decent experiences then with, so, with the yeah, I've, I've had the one but I've, I've, like there was one before the pandemic then everything mm. closed. Like with us doing this podcast, if there are opportunities, I would have took them. Mm. But obviously, things are easing off now. So breweries are starting to do tours again. So I'm looking to go to do more brewery tours. Me too, but but yeah. That's the thing. Like you have to drive to get there, but then you won't be able to drive home. 
Yeah, you definitely need to take someone who's is willing to drive you back after you've uh, yeah. partaken in too many samples. Um, but yeah, I think as everything's getting back to normal, there should be more opportunities opening up um, for us to uh, partake in. One, obviously, one big one. I think one big one. I think would always be a cool one to do is going to like the Guinness factory. Ah, oh, like, just 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 about to to mention that one, but oh, yeah, definitely. No, um, that's okay, but, man. That's definitely one on my list too. Yeah, I'm sure YouTube. Well, sorry, Guinness is channel on YouTube done like a VR brewery tour. Ah, I did so, not know that. It's it's more or less it is like a one hour video of you being walked through the brewery and I guess them explaining the processes to you. I've, I've had it saved on my YouTube to like watch later list for ages <laughs> and ages. And it's like it's in 4K fucking high <laughs> definition. And there's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Maybe I will just sit for an hour and watch this. But it's just like. You want to be there, you want to hear it, you want to smell yeah, it. Yeah, it's true, man, it's true, it's true. You're going to do it. Watch the videos, not enough. Oh, it's not, man, it's not. You're going to do it, but without all the the free samples, without the, the smell, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, it's not going to be, I don't know, I don't think it'd be enough. I don't think you'd be able to recreate kind of well the, the mm-hmm. experience, but it's one that um, a lot of people I know have done and reported back that it's it's awesome. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. On, on my list too. Um, but yeah, one I've always wanted to do is uh, Banks's Park Brewery, as that's it's only a town over in in Wolverhampton, and I'm a huge hmm. fan. Um, but not been able to do it just yet, and and sadly it's still closed due to COVID restrictions. Yeah, but I don't know. You know when that's going to change. I'm hoping, hope you know, hoping soon, so I can do it. Um, because that's one I've wanted to do for a for a very long time. But uh, you know, as as we were saying, I think with the ever changing uh, restrictions, um, at the moment it seems to be quite normalised and, and and kind of back to how it used to be. So hopefully the, the, these opportunities will, will pop up for us and mm-hmm. will be. First report about them right here on the Logalog. So, well, yeah, that's about it for me. Thank you for your questions. I'm going to shout you all out. Uh, Baver Pollard, the Baver Pollard, Blue Moo17, Michael Feischer, Emma Kaleman64. You're getting names fucking wrong. Bearded fan, though. It's just like a secret ongoing gag where you cannot pronounce normal names. (laughs) Birded fell runner. Tangled Kim. And, yeah, we we, we thank you for your questions. And in particular, those specific guys I mentioned who have been waiting patiently for us to... uh, get to their questions from from last season sorry people it's it's life in the fast lane over at logs hq and sometimes we simply just run out of time us being the international known world-renowned podcast juggernaut that we are uh and dirty stew don't fret you're a little late to the party but we answer your questions in an upcoming special so stay tuned for that uh stew what's your thoughts bud how does it compare to it's, uh, it's the classic old speckled 
can't remember it. Uh, old speckled a, a, a faint memory at this, <laughs> yeah, this point suppose, in time. But yeah, I suppose you're right. This has actually been a nice surprise uh, for oak aged vintage dark and malty beer. I was kind of thinking this is going to be a lot more bitter, but it, it's come off surprisingly lighter and it's almost sweeter. Like I couldn't believe. Yeah. It says uh, like toffee malt combined with dried fruit, and you actually taste it. Yeah, I'm getting a bit more. Yeah, definitely that. A bit more kind of appley, maybe. Maybe mm. yeah, and it's a bit more um, crisper. I think. Yeah. I don't know whether there's that much difference between this and Old Speckled, aside from the alcohol content, but I still think it's. It's really good. It's just not as kind of it's not as heavy um, as a lot of the other English strong ales that I've sampled, but mm-hmm. it's going down well. And yeah, it's got it's it's got a very nice, um, very nice kind of like it's a little bit of smoothness there. It's not yeah, it's it's, it's a smooth it's drinkable. Drink. It's very drinkable despite the um, despite the kind of alcoholic content. And so yeah, yeah thumbs up from. The both of us. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've had enough. My brain has been overworked. My words have been all used up, and my meager intelligence is starting to leak from my ears. Women will be mad, but Mensa are going to be furious. It's at the Lager Logs for all your social media needs. We got it all pictures, text. We have numbers. We have letters. It's a pretty cerebral and peculiar combination over there but i'm sure you'll wrap your head around it eventually but above all else we have a great community and we want you yes you you at the back no not you the other guy yes you we want you to come and join the party so make sure you do next week Stu hinted at it well Stu spoiled it We've got another mighty malt matchup as we're covering edinburgh beer factories Paolozzi Helles Lager, maybe, mm-hmm. and Coltown Beer's proud as Helles Lager. Is it Scottish? Is it German? Is it Italian? I don't know, and I don't care, because as a wise man once said, it ain't where you vom, it's where you shat. And you would know about that. I think that's how it goes, anyway. I don't know. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, guys. <laughs> tune in next episode for our last episode of the season it's going to be another heartbreaking gut-wrenching emotional roller coaster of a finale filled to the room with sorrow or we might just get pissed again bon voyage booze hounds Say goodbye, Stu. Thank you. Goodbye. Look at those bingo wings go, dude. Check out. Ah. Check out. Check out. Look at them disappear.